0: Hey everyone, Eva Thompson here. Welcome to my channel today. In this video, I want to talk to you guys about how low self-esteem can impact and in some cases even cause retroactive jealousy. Now, someone asked me this question, I think on my Instagram, and it's important to answer because a lot of people tend to confuse confidence self-esteem. So some people that I've worked with have initially thought that they are very very confident and they don't have any self-esteem issues but after a bit of digging we find that maybe that's not the case. Now the difference between confidence and self-esteem is that you can fake confidence. Confidence is something that you can pretend you are. The outside world, so you can pretend you're confident in X, Y, and Z. That's why sometimes they say fake it till you make it. You can very much pretend that you are confident when inside you're not feeling confident. So to the outside world, you can very, very much show and make people believe that you are confident. However, self-esteem is different. Self-esteem are the beliefs and the conclusions you have come to about yourself. So it doesn't involve anyone else. It's what you think about you. And a lot of the time, because the mind can't hold conflicting beliefs, and the number one thing I say to to RJ sufferers that are in a relatively healthy relationship is that, you know, have you ever thought or asked yourself why you're in a relationship with someone that Loves you, supports you, wants to be with you. They've told you, they've shown you. They've tried to prove it to you time and time again. But for some reason, you're having trouble letting that love in, trusting it, allowing it, letting it be in your life. And a lot of the time, it's because, like I said, the mind cannot hold conflicting beliefs. So if you have beliefs such as, I'm not good enough, I'm not lovable enough, I'm not special enough, I am not worthy enough if you tend to try to find your worth within comparison so you have to compare yourself to someone else in order for yourself to feel good enough that's not a very good way of feeling good enough it's not a stable way a stable long lasting way of you feeling good enough about yourself because there's always going to be someone out there that's better at you at that's better than you at something or worse than you at something. Everyone is different, everyone is unique. There is no one on this planet like you. So trying to find your worth within comparison is useless. Even though I know that it might seem that you're getting somewhere because when you compare yourself to someone and you're better, then that probably gives you a confidence boost. But the self-esteem doesn't change self-esteem is what you believe about yourself. Now, what you believe about yourself could be due to... if you have beliefs such as I'm not lovable, I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, it could be because of childhood experiences or childhood trauma. It could be because what you've been through at school or in previous relationships. you formed conclusions and beliefs about who you are, what you deserve, what's possible for you. And again, for the third time, the mind can't hold conflicting beliefs. So when you're in a relationship with someone that shows you love, shows you support, tells you you're special, believes you're special, shows you you're special, tries to prove to you that that's how they feel about you, but you don't feel that way about yourself, it's obviously not going to work, is it? Because, and you can see it with celebrities, you can see it with celebrities that are so loved and adored by people, by millions and millions and millions of people, But it's never enough. A lot of people end up on drugs or overdosing even because, you know, you might have millions of people telling you that you're good enough and that you're a legend, that you're special, that you're amazing, that you're so talented. But if you don't have those beliefs about yourself, then it doesn't matter what other people tell you. That's why RJ is not about your partner. It's not about your partner giving you the reassurance. It's not about you overthinking your way out of it. It's not about you understanding the past or rationalizing it or, you know, making up or coming up with excuses of why the past does matter and why, not the past matters, but the thoughts about the past matters because it's a very different thing. The thoughts about the past don't matter Um, and you, you know, you try to come up with all these reasons of why it does and why you need to know and, you know, trying to, again, like I said, overthink your way out of it or rationalise it or understand it or figure it out and put all these pieces together so you can be at peace. It's not about that. It's not about you. This, RJ, is not about the partner's past and it's not about your partner. It's about you. It's about why you feel threatened about the past. Another thing to add that's very very important that I see people do is because retroactive jealousy is not really understood by your average human being, you haven't been through it or you haven't studied it, you don't know what it is and maybe you can't, you know, you, you don't understand it. So people that have retroactive jealousy that is fueled by low self-esteem will have these thoughts and feelings and think to themselves I'm an idiot for feeling this way. This is so stupid of me. The past is is gone, you know, logically and rationally, all of this. The past is the past. Why does this even bother me? And of course, people around you may be telling you the same thing, that the past is the past. Why does this bother you? This is silly. This would never bother me, whatever. And that just makes you feel even worse about yourself. That just makes the self-esteem lower because, you know, the judgment and the way you feel about yourself and how you think and how you are, Is gets worse. So if this is you, the number one thing to do, obviously, is to start understanding that retroactive jealousy is a thing. People do go through it, people do overcome it, Um, and it is very much a way of your partner kind of being your mirror, especially if it's a healthy relationship or a relatively healthy relationship. No relationship is perfect, but Often your partner is your mirror, and they bring out insecurities or uh, fears in you that maybe you didn't even know were there. The closer you are with someone, the more attached, the more vulnerable, the more in love you are with them, the worse RJ becomes. Because again, you know, you if you were required to be vulnerable, to be close to someone, to trust them, and you have traumas or you have unconscious beliefs and conclusions that you've come to, maybe at a younger age that contradict all of this good things, all of these good things happening to you, then it is only kind of, you know, expected that there is going to be some sort of of conflict. Something has to give. You can't have, again, these beliefs about yourself, not feeling like you truly deserve it, not truly feeling lovable, not truly feeling special regardless of anybody else, Um, feeling worthy And be with someone and accept their words when they tell you that you are all of those good things. It just doesn't work like that. So what I would recommend doing here is writing down, truly just sit there with yourself, write it down with a pen and paper because your unconscious mind, which is your emotional mind, engages when you actually write things down with a pen and paper, not on your phone or on your computer. And just be honest with yourself. What do you believe that you deserve? Do you believe you are good enough? Do you believe you are special enough? Do you believe you are lovable? Do you believe you are worthy? Now, this is not the reason why RJ sufferers suffer only. I mean, there are other reasons, but this, I would say, is one of the main reasons. So if this is you, or if you feel like this might be you, first pinpoint what are the beliefs and conclusions that you've come to about yourself? why did someone talk to you maybe in a derogatory way when you were younger, did you have people do you wrong, did you have people betray you in the past and you came to the conclusion that you know maybe it's my fault that this happened to me, maybe it's my fault that I wasn't treated right or with respect by other people. Because um, this is how people tend to form negative beliefs about themselves, they internalise things that have happened to them and make them about themselves. So pen and paper write down what are the negative beliefs that you have formed about yourself and then begin to really question these beliefs and start to see if you can find any sort of link between the beliefs and conclusions that you have about yourself versus what your partner is displaying and showing and expressing towards you love affection trust vulnerability all of these things and you for some reason either not accepting it or you're finding a way to sabotage it for yourself, um, you know, and it's important to first of all build awareness around it so you can overcome it. But yes guys, just the recap, remember confidence and self-esteem are not the same things. Confidence you can fake, self-esteem you can't. Um, the mind cannot hold conflicting beliefs and you want to get yourself to a place where you allow, trust, let in the love and support of your partner, of the person that you want to be with. So I hope you enjoyed this video, I hope it made sense. Let me know if you've got any sort of questions in the comment section below. I'll be more than happy to answer them and I will see you guys next time. Take care.